Hi, I'm Ahmed Noman. From KFAI, this is Miniculture. I just want to groove people. I just want to have like some sort of a fiesta. Oh goodness, I want us to have our own building. This is the number one request song on KDWB. And this is a Somali poem. This podcast brings you stories about Minnesota arts, culture, and history. They took away my way of providing for my family. <laughs> and what did you see when you looked at the I mirror? saw this brown kid. <laughs> I said, oh, this is me. I'm brown. Why am I brown? Music is it. <laughs> like, it has to be. Like It's a destiny. It's destiny, you know? <laughs> we go out there and we do us. These are some of the best pieces we have aired on KFAI over the years, plus new pieces from all over the state. Today, when you give a monkey some music. <laughs> a harpist has been playing for primates in the Como Zoo in St. Paul for almost a decade. Um, I'd like to say, oh, they do cartwheels, or they clap their hands or jump up and down, but they don't. We hear how they react with a beautiful sound of their own. However, let's listen first to another story, a story about music as protest. Drone Not Drones is a 28-hour music marathon. It's an annual event in Minneapolis where artists keep the music going, droning, nonstop, for more than a day. It's to raise money for Doctors Without Borders. KFAI's Ryan Dawes attended this year's event and produced this piece. I mean, we have people fiddling with acoustic guitars. We have a Javanese throat singer. We have robots that were built to play music. There's all sorts of crazy instrumentation. My name is Luke Hyken. I'm the founder and curator of Drone Not Drones. Drone Not Drones uses uh, drone music to raise money for the victims of the war on terror. With bands uh, rotating on and off stage and overlapping with each other to create one long, seamless drone. People bring pillows and blankets. Uh, one couple last year even brought like a small pup tent that they set up in the back. And the, the audience has gotten really good at making themselves comfortable and being very respectful of the music that's happening. I would say it is, you know, part part protest, uh, part and part fundraiser to actually raise like actual money that can be used to help these people who are hurt because of what our government is doing. There's a lot of things that bother me about the drone program. There's the suffering we cause to the populace who lives in these countries. The kids don't even go outside and play when it's nice out. They they want gray skies because blue skies is you know means drones for them. I mean, I think the idea of using music as a tool to combat violence is a really cool idea. My name's Claire. I perform under the name Claire DeLune with a band called Tiny Deaths. Sometimes you have to play at weird times of the day. Like this year, I think we're playing at like 2 p.m. Some people, obviously since it's 28 straight hours, some people have to do, you know, three o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning, like times that you aren't usually playing music. 
it's definitely pressure. And the first year we participated, something accidentally got unplugged on stage and we lost all our sound and our drummer actually had to keep the drone going by just playing drums by himself until we figured out how to get power back. But it is, it's like an added, you know, a little bit of pressure to, um, to know that you have to keep this, this thing afloat. My name is Devon Gray, and I am often billed as DVRG, redefined as I am for this year's Drone Not Drones event. It's, it's a festival environment, again, so it's throw and go. You toss up your gear while someone else is still in the midst of their set. We do a bit of dovetailing. We start while they are finishing up, and then they, you know, the the baton is handed off. It's the closest most of us ever get to feeling like we're a record on a set of ones and twos. Uh, it's just DJ mixing a little bit of A and a little bit of B together, and we're going to be delighted in that moment and it's not, it's not gonna happen again because music is ephemeral and then it's just gone. It's like prayer, it's, it's meditation, it's, 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 it's standing still for a minute. My name is Alan Sparhawk, I'm in a band called Low from Duluth. It's a mystery for the performer and the, and the uh, listener. You know, you'll you'll never see musicians more on the spot than you will at, at the drone. I think getting up on stage and having nothing and and, and trying to create something in humility. I think is is the antithesis of war, and it's the it's the it's it's every every moment that we can be still like that is is closer to to peace. It's closer to tolerance, and it's you know I think maybe that's to me that's maybe that's what art and music and performance does. It's it's this reminder that you know you, we can transcend. I know how horrible things are, and I know that our our nature wants to be violent. We are so afraid, but we can transcend. That piece was produced by Ryan Dawes for KFAI. And now, the story of a harpist who's made St. Paul's Como Zoo her concert hall. Diane Richard has the story. (laughs) Unpacking the harp. So I like to bring this harp to the zoo because it has a bigger sound. Well, I'm Terry Tashney. I volunteer at Como Zoo here. Um, I have two volunteer positions. I volunteer in the garden. On the days that I'm not in the garden, I will be here at the zoo playing harp for primates and occasionally other animals too, not just the primates. It just, it grabbed my heart right away. 
tune. <laughs> when I first played for the orangutans, sometimes they'll spit if they don't like something, and I was warned about that. Um, and I said, well, I'm a special ed teacher. I've been spit at before. <laughs> if that's the worst that I can expect, it wouldn't be so bad. Uh, but the day that I played for orangutans, they just came forward and listened, and no one spit at me. So, <laughs> so they watch. Um, sometimes they'll make noises. Uh, Willie, who used to be here, one of the younger um, orangutans, would make a raspberry sound. <laughs> it was always so funny. I always waited for that because it, it really is like a little kid blowing a raspberry at you. It's, you know, you know, and it was really funny. And of course, we would laugh and then he'd do it again. But the gorillas, they have something called a gorilla purr. It, it comes up from the bottom of their, I don't know, their stomach and it just comes out as, if you think of a cat purring but really, really loud, and it's beautiful sound. And the very, very first time I heard it, I thought they were growling at me. And then about third or fourth time that I played, I finally asked one of the keepers, what is that sound? Are they growling at me? And she said, oh my no, that's their happy sound. That's the sound that means I'm really pleased and I'm really happy. So whenever they make that sound, if I'm playing the harp, I assume they're enjoying it. I'd like to say, oh, they do cartwheels, or they clap their hands, or jump up and down, but they don't. They do what they normally would do. They come out, they, they forage a little bit for their diet, and then they come forward and just listen. That piece was produced by Diane Richard. And that'll do it for this episode of the Meniculture Podcast. Support for Meniculture is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Our music is by Javier Santiago. We'll be back soon with more stories from here in Minnesota. In the meantime, catch a wider air programming on Fresh Air Community Radio KFAI, 90.3 FM Minneapolis and 106.7 FM St. Paul and on the World Wide Web at kfai.org. Radio without boundaries. You can listen also using the KFAI app, which is available for Android devices through the Google Play Store and for iOS devices through the Apple iTunes Store. Thanks for listening. This is Ahmed Norman.